Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Fabulously Fit podcast. I am part one of this dynamic duo. I am Kennedy, and my Instagram is at Bypass and Bougie. And we've and got... I am Danielle over at BSGD2020. We are so excited that you guys are joining us. Something that we want to do since we are starting on Mondays is start your day out with a motivational Monday. So whether that's a quote or something that we're doing to stay motivated, that's something that we want to share with you guys. So our very first one is a quote and it says, do something today that your future self will thank you for. And I thought this one was really important because Danielle and I both made a really big decision to do something that would drastically change our lives for the rest of our lives. So this one, I think, kind of encompasses everything that we are hoping to do here. Um, and Danielle, did you do anything today to help or make your super help super? Oh, my gosh, your future self um, happy or make your life easier? Well, uh, we are listing our house to sell. So I am cleaning and getting everything ready. So it's stressful right now. But our future selves will definitely think thank uh, my current self, hopefully, because we're looking to hopefully make a good profit. Yes, that's great. This market is great for it. What about I you? Guess, oh, well, I wrote out my workout and my meal plan for next week, which I don't normally do until Sunday, but I realized my weekends are very busy. So I had some time this morning. So I just sat down and wrote it out. So it was ready to go. And I already feel a big weight went off my shoulder. So that's nice. School's about to start for me too. So I've got to figure out how to work out my, my eating schedule and meal planning and working out into that as well. So trying to get on that before it starts. So, yeah, I'm like really hit and miss with meal planning. Sometimes I'm really good at it. And then other times I'm like, I just want easy and, but I need to get better about meal planning, but I have a HelloFresh coming. Uh, we did mm -hmm. HelloFresh for like the first few weeks of school. Oh, yeah. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to like plan and with the new schedules with the kids being at school, I was like, whatever, just, we're just going to do a uh, HelloFresh for a few weeks. That works. I should do that again. I'm really good about meal planning and like writing it down and getting the stuff for it. If I'll actually make those meals is a different story. So if I don't make them on Sunday to prepare, they don't often get made. So that happens. And uh, there. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, this first episode, we kind of just want to introduce ourselves and kind of tell you guys our purpose of being here and why we think that this podcast is necessary and needed for not only us, but for other people as well. So I guess I'll kind of start. Um, like I said, my name is Kennedy. I am 27 years old. I just turned 27 on Monday, so that was hard to remember. Ooh. Thank you. Um, I am born and raised in Billings, Montana. I still live here. I absolutely love it. I don't think I will ever leave. Um, but I guess I'll start kind of from when I was younger. I was a very athletic kid. Uh, nine years old, I started dance and musical theater along with track and field and had been playing soccer for years before that, just as a little kid. Um, realized that I was really good at track. So I was a USATF um, track and field athlete from the ages of nine until I was 15. I traveled all over the country, um, was in the trials for the junior Olympics at the age of 12 in Eugene, Oregon, didn't make it, but it was still a really cool experience. Um, and then I played soccer growing up since I can remember until I was a freshman in high school, um, and played my freshman season and then kind of took a step back from soccer, but that was always a huge part of my life. So fitness, 
and athletic ability were always a huge aspect of my life. Um, when I was 16, I had my appendix removed and my GI doctor thinks that they nicked my vagus nerve. So when it regrew, it regrew wrong, which caused me to have a uh, chronic stomach condition called gastroparesis, which is paralysis of the stomach. So this led to me throwing up constantly, having weird pains from being malnourished. So I couldn't do the athletic things I did before. I couldn't eat normally. Um, and so at the age of like 17, 18, I started to slowly put on weight. Um, I wasn't able to be as active anymore. And then when I hit 2021, my weight kind of hit its peak. So um, at my highest weight, I was highest recorded weight, I was 260 pounds. I'm pretty sure at one point I was closer to 280. Um, and I made the decision to have gastric bypass surgery, Ruin Y, RNY. Um, at 24 years old, I knew that this was my best chance at getting my life back. Um, but I also knew making this decision that health and fitness was something that I really wanted to bring back into my life. So I had a pretty rough start at first with some early on complications. Um, I had a looped bowel and inter internal hernia and had to have emergency surgery. And then I ended up with strictures that kept coming back. And I'm sure that we will do a podcast on um, complications and, and overcoming those because it is really important. Um, I don't share those complications to scare people, but I want people to know that they are a reality, but you can 100,000% make it out of that and completely change your life. So um, my first year was kind of up and down, but from about 10 months on, I've been really consistent with my fitness, my meal planning, my food tracking, um, having a consistent gym plan and schedule. And then in this last six months, it's even gotten a little bit more intense. I've added in CrossFit. Um, I've added in, you know, four to five days a week weightlifting along with um, some hot yoga and just being more active. And, um, Instagram led me to meet Danielle, who we've realized we are very similar. Um, we are both about the same age. We're both married to mine's my high school sweetheart. Hers is like her childhood sweetheart. It's the cutest thing ever. Um, and we just kind of connected because we both had this love for fitness. Um, and I think a lot of times we let the fact that we had weight loss surgery define us or define our path. And Danielle and I both have the goal of kind of merging these two worlds of weight loss surgery and fitness together, because it is such an important part of the post-op life to really take full advantage of your tool, but also just to live a healthy, full, happy, successful life. Fitness is a really big part of that. And I've struggled to find my place in the fitness community in my local community. It's taken me a couple of gyms, a couple of trainers, a couple of CrossFit gyms to really find people who will listen to me and my needs because they are different to somebody who can eat 2000 calories a day and is trying to bulk versus me who is lucky to get in 1200 calories a day. So we're kind of here to take you guys on this journey of two 20 somethings who are figuring out life after weight loss surgery, <laughs> but also diving into fitness and health. And we're just so excited. So that's a little bit about me and I'll let Danielle take it away now. Okay. Hi, I am Danielle. I am 28 and I live in Arizona. Uh, I have lived here my whole life, uh, so same as Kennedy, born and raised in Arizona, and um, I am fairly happy here. We are actually prepping right now to take a big step um, and are looking early 2022 into moving. We will be moving to Texas with my parents. Um, I am an only child, and as same with Kennedy, 
was very active as a child. Um, my parents will be moving with us cross country because I am so close to them. Uh, I will get more into that, I'm sure, other podcasts, but just a little tidbit. Um, they both have some health problems. My dad is currently battling cancer. And so we are going to be moving as a family unit. But along with that, my childhood, my parents still together in love, great people. And all through my childhood, I was super active. Uh, my dad was like my coach, my best friend. Um, I did soccer. So same as Kennedy um, and cross country and track and field. So Kennedy was a sprinter and I was distance. So yeah. I did. Cross, <laughs> yeah. So I did cross country and track and field. Um, but I did the distance side. So anything from the 800 meter up was kind of my realm. And so all through high school, I was active and thin. Um, my running weight was right about a hundred pounds. So very typical of what you'd see as someone who is a cross country runner, that typical build was what I had. Um, for me, I started gaining weight after I graduated high school, um, through high risk pregnancies. So my first pregnancy I had at 18, I delivered at 19 and I gained hundred pounds through that pregnancy, um, because I was on bed rest. So I went from hundred pounds to 200 pounds. And then <clears throat> I never lost the weight because it was not pregnancy weight. It was me eating, not the greatest, um, but being bedridden. So going from all kinds of activity to nothing. And so from there, um, my husband and I, uh, had another baby. And so I gained some more weight and then we had our third and final child and I gained some more weight. And so then at that point, my highest weight was 270, um, which, uh, that was when I was pregnant with my daughter, but I mean, I didn't lose hardly any. I think my first weigh-in with the weight loss clinic was 260. So, I mean, it was very similar. Um, and so the reason why I decided at, I would have been 26 at the time to have the weight loss surgery was at that point, I felt like I had gained so much that it seemed like such a huge task to get the weight back off that this would be a good route for me. And so I had the gastric sleep surgery in February of 2020 and was able to lose 150 pounds total. Um, I've lost 110 hundred and about 110 pounds since surgery. I lost a little bit of that weight, uh, through my pre-op phase, but, uh, now I am more into the health and fitness realm. Um, as Kennedy said, it was something that was a huge part of her life. It's a huge part in my life. And so as soon as I was cleared to work out, that's what I did. And I was able to reach my goal weight within six months. Um, so very quick. And I attribute a lot of that to my love of health and fitness. I knew that if I got the surgery, I wanted to incorporate the things that I loved and I missed and that I was missing out on uh, being so heavy because when I was heavy, I couldn't move as well as I wanted to. I couldn't be active with my kids. Um, it just really, I was living a sedentary life. And so that was something that I knew I wanted to incorporate as soon as possible. And so since then, now I'm uh, a year and a half post-op I work out five to six days a week um, and do a variety of things throughout my journey. I basically did whatever sounded fun or good or felt right to me. 
And now I'm on kind of a routine that I lift four days and do two days of cardio. Um, and on those cardio days, it is all kinds of different things from doing a spin class to kickboxing or running. Um, I'm hoping to do a marathon by the end of the year. And so just incorporating all that movement has been huge for me. And I just am so excited to hopefully merge the two lives together and to help people realize that surgery is a tool, but we are still just as worthy in the health and fitness sector as we are as someone else who has never had weight loss surgery. Um, because that is something that I found that I'm trying to incorporate more. And I've been pretty successful just throughout Instagram and starting to get connected to more of the fitness community versus just the weight loss community. And so that's yeah. a little bit about me. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that it's a feeling of like worthiness. Like mm-hmm. I remember being at the beginning of my journey and walking into a gym and seriously thinking to myself, I'm not worthy to be here. I, it wasn't that word, but it was like, I don't deserve to be here. I'm a fraud. Everyone's looking at me. They all know that I, I, and I even catch myself sometimes being like, I didn't do that much work to lose 140 pounds. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did a ton of work, especially the last year, because that first year that weight does tend to just kind of fall off. I mean, you still have to follow your plan and use your tool the right way, but you're almost going to lose weight no matter what you do that first year. But it's that after that, you know, the weight loss starts to slow down. You start to plateau. I remember even before my year hit, um, I, my weight loss started to really slow and I started to plateau a little bit and I was at like 145 to 150. And that's about where I was in high school, about 140, 145. And I was like, Oh, I'm happy here. This is great. Um, you know, if this is where I stay, this is where I stay. And that was before I really started to get super into fitness. And as soon as I changed my mindset to thinking I am worthy to give my body what it wants, I need to fuel my body correctly. I need to be active and include movement because I am worthy of that. My body is worthy of that. I dropped 25 pounds in three months after I incorporated more of that. So I went from 150 to 125 in three months. And I really think a big part of it was just incorporating the fitness and activity level in the way I have. Um, and like I said, I've had some complications. So there was some times where my weight dropped even lower than that. So I've had to fight to gain weight, but fitness has been a big part of that as well, because I didn't want to gain fat. I wanted to gain healthy weight. And so, um, that's been kind of tricky, but also an important part of this as well. And like Danielle mentioned, you know, without the fitness world merging with the weight loss surgery world, I think we might just see this cycle of, of people thinking that this is the easy way out and that everyone's going to fail. And they're just going to think, Oh, my aunt had that surgery eight years ago. And now she weighs more than she did when she had it. Cause I heard that a lot before I had mm-hmm. my surgery. Um, and I think if we can make it more acceptable in the fitness and health world, it's just going to lead to more success for everybody. Cause then we'll feel comfortable. I think that I, what I got the most was either, Oh, it failed or, Oh, you took the easy. But at the same time, you can't have it both ways. Either Mm -hmm. I took the easy way out and my weight is just supposed to be here, you know, Oh, we lost the weight and it's just so easy. Or is it, well, I know someone who had it and they gained all the weight back. It can't be both ways. No, the truth is in the middle that it's a tool that helps you lose weight. But in order to maintain that, you need to put in the work. For sure. And I think the other thing that's so important about fitness is like a lot of people I'll see before they even have surgery are like super worried about like skin and 
um, loose skin and how they feel in their bodies. And I have noticed since really starting to like lift heavy CrossFit's been a really big help. My body has changed a lot. Like I still want skin removal someday for my stomach. Like I will have a tummy tuck someday when we are done having kids, Danielle kind of froze for a second. We'll see if she unfreezes. I'll just keep talking. Uh, <laughs> but I've noticed that lifting and being in the gym has really helped. Um, even just like pull up my skin. Like I have, my legs were always bigger. So I have a lot of loose skin on my legs. Um, and hang on guys, one second. Danielle froze. So she's going to hop off and back on. So thank you guys for being here for the first episode. Danielle will be right back. Um, we are not in the same location, so we have to do this through Zoom. So we might have some technical difficulties here and there, but we will work through it. Aha, she's back. Perfect. I was, oh, I can't hear you now. <laughs> are you on your AirPods? Mm -mm. Well, technical difficulties. It's fine. One second, guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'll keep talking while we figure this out. But I um, noticed that I had a lot of loose skin on my like inner thighs. And all I've heard is horror stories about the pain. Aha, there she is. Recording she is. in progress. Oh, oh, there we go. There we go. Okay. Okay. Um, um, I was talking about the loose skin on my thighs and how lifting has helped that a lot. So, um, I think that's another important thing with this journey is, um, that a lot of people are worried about loose skin and being fit and active does help in that. I mean, there's no way to get rid of loose, loose skin without surgery, but you can fill some of that space with muscle. And like, for me, my skin has moved up on my thighs, so it's gotten a lot better. So have you noticed anything like that, Danielle? I wish. <laughs> No, for me, mine still feels pretty much the same. Um, I mean, I guess I could possibly take more like before and afters to look at it um, because I'm sure it has changed a little bit. But to me, I haven't noticed a huge difference. Um, yeah, I, and I've been working out consistently now since right. I had the surgery. And so I thought that like maybe it would help like a little bit. But for me, I haven't noticed a big difference, but also I see myself every day. So maybe it has, um, yeah. but I'm unlucky in the sense that I have a lot of loose skin from having the three babies that, I mean, my, I carried a lot of weight in my stomach and my thighs. And so that's just kind of the unfortunate part is that there is a lot of loose skin. And since I was so small before pregnancies, I kind of knew that I would have loose skin in general. Um, I have a ton of stretch marks, um, to the point where like, with, my, with my first pregnancy, we asked my doctor if my skin would, would rip because that's how bad they, I mean, oh, wow. probably, I mean, an inch or two in width, just one single stretch mark because I was so small and mm -hmm. gaining so much weight so rapidly. And so the skin just had no elasticity left. So I knew that I was going to have loose skin and that's just kind of I've come to terms with it. I mean, I would love to have skin removal, but at this point I'm accepting of my body and how far it's come and I feel really strong. So. Yeah, me too. That's been the most important thing is like, I just physically feel so much better and so much stronger. And, um, 
that's been a big change for me. So, well, Danielle keeps freezing, but um, honestly, guys, for our first episode, I think we covered everything we wanted to. We kind of just wanted to give you guys an introduction to us. And then um, our plans moving forward are to bring you segments, bring you guests, answer questions. Um, we do have an email. So you can go to fabulouslyfitpod at gmail.com, I believe. It might be fabulouslyfitpodcast at gmail.com. I will double check that. Um, hello. I was just kind of wrapping up because we keep freezing. So it's fine. I, know. I don't know. I don't know what's up with this thing. That's okay. We'll figure it out for next time, but they know, they know we're just getting going. It's okay. Um, I was just telling them we kind of covered everything we wanted to in our first episode was just like introductions to us, kind of what our plans are moving forward. Um, real quick. Cause we did talk about our loose skin. You guys can go to our Instagrams and there's tons of pictures, our befores, our afters, our durings. Um, I've got videos of my loose skin. I'm pretty sure Danielle does as well. I think so. mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So all of that stuff is on our Instagrams. It can be found there. Um, and then we do have a Gmail. I believe it's fabulouslyfitpod at gmail.com. I will double check that and post it on our Instagram. Um, we would love for you guys to send us emails with questions, any suggestions you have. Um, but we are just so excited. It It's, it's going to be kind of a rocky start as we get going. Because like I said, we're not in the same place. So we are across the country trying to, to bring this to you guys. But we're just so excited. So thank you guys for being here and putting up with our little glitches. Um, <laughs> But we have some exciting stuff planned and we're just so excited to bring this to you guys. I know. I'm so excited. I will figure out my technical issues. I don't know (laughs) if it's like an issue with my AirPods. I don't know. It just would cut out and then I wasn't sure what was going on. So we will get it figured out for next time. Yes, for sure. Well, I think that's all I have for today. How about you? Yep, I am good. Perfect. Well, you guys remember to do something today that your future self would be proud of. And keep on keeping on. And we can't wait to see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.